0: This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys, live. streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ha. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips.
1: Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio as we get ready to go into week 11, of course, it's Tuesday at the Star. I'm Taylor, joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey. And we're still getting over Sunday's loss, or are we officially over it? Move on. Move on.
2: Got to get ready for the Eagles. Got no time. Got an 8-1 and one football team coming
3: in.
1: Beat three, Philly, Mickey.
3: Three games in 12 days, right? Yeah, that too. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah. Player safety, Happy we're all about it. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving,
1: everyone. <laughs>
3: we're all about that player safety.
1: We are. We are. <laughs> are,
3: are you over it?
1: You know I'm trying You sound
4: like you're not.
1: I don't know. We had an interesting discussion on cover four yesterday, and it was kind of one that made me think a little bit. We did our big talk was is Philly a must win? And of course, you know, you think division, they have to win, all of that. But Manny's argument, and he's kind of argued this for a while now, was that you let Philly kind of run away with the NFC East title. And he argued that Atlanta was really more of the must win because they could be a wild card.
4: Yeah, I mean, you look so now it, that you didn't must win it, does the next
3: one a must
2: win?
1: Yeah, it seems like it.
3: I think they're all must wins. I go do ahead, too. Rob. Go, yeah, ahead, Rob. go ahead,
2: Rob. And I, and I got my thought on that. Only but go ahead, Rob. You well, get. they're not. They're not out of this division race. I mean, they're they're two and zero oh in their division, right? So yeah. that's that's good shape. You play Philly twice. And you're three games behind them. So you got to hope for them to slide a little bit and you got to beat them twice. Mm-hmm. They're technically Eagles have not run away with this thing. Now, obviously it's an uphill task and this team is banged up right now. Philly's got some injuries too, but yeah, I mean the, the wild card part of it hurts Tay, because now you have head to head losses against two teams that are right in the hunt with you and that's Atlanta and green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So, you know, you've got to look around the rest of first the your
4: first-place
3: schedule, by the way, Mickey. I just want to let you know. They're 0 for 2. <laughs> but, you know doesn't what? doesn't
4: matter, though. What if they had the second- or third-place schedule I, and they had to play the Saints?
3: Minnesota would be another one
4: that I don't think yeah. I'd want to play. Yeah. Got any arguments on that one? No. Green would... Bay or Minnesota? I would rather play Green Bay. Atlanta in their cur- or their the Saints? Condition. You should have had a better chance against Atlanta, right? Yeah, should have. You had your guys on the field.
1: It was interesting. I think... Either the NFL or Bleach Report or one of those shared a graphic the other day and it said all of the teams that are currently leading NFC uh, divisions were either at the bottom two or, like, the bottom of their division last season.
2: Wow. It just shows you the parity in this league. And, and, I mean, Atlanta is threatening – if they don't make the playoffs, that would be two years in a row the NFC champion doesn't make the playoffs the next year,
3: which is just kind of crazy when you think about roster turnover and all that stuff. Can I go back to my must-win – Yes. Yes, please. Because you only play 16 of these, they're all must-win. I know. It's not, it's, not got like, it's not like – You got
1: aggressive tweets last night. Yeah,
3: it's not like Major League Baseball or NBA or hockey where you have a number of games where – look at the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers went out through and had a terrible month, had a great month where they won 20-something in a row. But, yeah, when you, when you only play 16 games, they're all must-win. And the problem is that it comes down to usually one game, you know, in the division or one game. You know, you're trying to think, okay, can 10 wins get you in the playoffs – yeah, you know, I mean the. I think the NFC South and the NFC West is making that very difficult for you to have to think about that. Usually, you can just kind of just dance on in there and say, "Hey, we're we got hot at the right time and let's go." But
2: that's yeah. why that Rams game sort of really
3: sticks with you. Yeah, Rams game, Rams game, Atlanta game, and Packer game all mean something to me right now. They really yeah. really do.
1: So four out of their five losses. No, they only have four losses. Three out of their four losses have all been NFC teams.
3: They could have a great division record and not make the playoffs. If you want to be active yeah.
2: about it, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You got the Eagles just running away with it right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, best, but best they, record in the league. See, they, they've got they. It, a lot of this has to do with when you play teams. Mm-hmm. You know they, they've got it does. they've still got to go to Seattle. I mean, after Dallas, they got I believe they got Chicago, then Seattle, then they've got the Rams. And then Giants and us, again, I think is how it kind of goes. But, yeah, it's – it's uh, you know, that's what you do when you win the games you're supposed to win. I mean, they've done a great job. They've beaten Washington twice. The only loss they've had is to Kansas City. We all kind of understand what Kansas City is, you know. So, that, their wins have been against the same teams as Dallas have. They've beaten the Giants. They've beaten Arizona. Yeah. yeah. They and won They won games that the, the, the Cowboys have won as well. There's always te-
2: there's always a team that rises up that you don't expect. And I think New Orleans is probably the biggest one. The fact that they're winning games is by the margin that they are. And they think they've won seven straight. They have. But, yeah, I mean, you're scoreboard watching now. And, and last weekend hurt because Atlanta, Carolina, Detroit, Green Bay all win. And you lose, and that, and a couple are head-to-head that you've already lost to. So it's uh, they've got an uphill battle, no doubt about it.
4: There's only two teams in the NFC that aren't in first place that have a better record than the Cowboys.
1: The Titans?
4: The the NFC. Th- NFC. NFC. It's uh, Carolina. Carolina. And huh? Minnesota. And Minnesota. No,
3: Minnesota's, Minnesota's lead lead in lead lead their first lead lead place. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Or,
4: or Seattle's 6 and 3. Yeah, Seattle's Seattle 6 Seahawks. And 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, they won. Too.
1: I think it was the Seahawks.
4: Carolina yeah. and, and. They and, won on and, Thursday. And, and yeah. Seattle. So that, I mean, that's it.
3: And one of them's only one game better. So just take care of your business.
4: Just go well, out the and Eagles, play.
3: The Eagles still have. Eagles, Easy to say. Eagles still have Oakland as well. Yeah. To play. Check with me after Thanksgiving. That's what Bill always says, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this, though, Mickey. These three games, we kind of talked about that. You would one. like to win two of the three. Two of the three. So that puts you in a position of seven and five, seven and five.
1: Yeah. And I think it's easy for you to say must win brand because there are only 16 and maybe better phrasing of it would have been like, is this a game that if they lose, they'll be out of it? You know what I'm saying?
2: you you got a hard time winning the division when you're four games back. Yeah, You've already lost to Philly once. Yeah, I mean, that, from a division standpoint, this sure feels like a must-win game.
4: You're going to have a hard time anyway since no one's repeated since 2003. Yeah, is that right? That's true. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Won from 2000 to, through 2003, right? Right. That's crazy. That's no one, parody. No one's No one's repeated. No, it just shows you it's year to year.
1: It really is. One
4: year does not beget the next year.
1: Well, and that's why it's almost unfair that they do the first place schedule thing. And I get it. It's easy to schedule it out. And if you had such a great team the year before, you should be able to play these same teams kind of in that New England. Yeah. And so, you know, but what Mickey's bringing up is a good point. Now you have such drastic free agency, such huge drafts. You're a different team.
3: Yeah, but they, but I think if you're a fan of other teams, it sells. It really it gives you hope. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. The strength I, of the league is yeah, the league. Yeah, the league is. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And I don't particularly have hope for my Dallas Mavericks right now.
2: You tip off the NBA season, and there's two teams that have a chance to win it, like legitimately, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I
3: guess hope springs eternal. in And I NFL. wonder, I you know, th- th- Philadelphia could have the very same thing happen to it that Dallas did last year. Yeah. You have a heck of a run, then all of a sudden you get in the divisional round, of the playoffs with home field, and, and you, you go up against a team that is very capable of beating you, like the Saints or Minnesota, one of those people.
1: Well, and it's yeah. funny that you bring that up, too, because obviously a huge storyline that everyone's going to be looking at this week nationally is the Dak versus Wentz talk. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, Dak first Wentz, the different places that they were taken at. Right. And I was thinking about it, and it's almost like, The Philadelphia Eagles are having the Dallas Cowboys 2016 schedule. Or not schedule, but season. season.
3: The way it's going right
1: now. The way it's going right right now. Right. You know, they've had some different injuries. Yeah. Cowboys had injuries, too. They were not injury-free last year. Sure. And so looking at that is kind of funny to see because I was going to look up their 2016, where they wore – Okay, so they had there were they seven started and nine. off 3 and over. Right, and
3: then lost. Yeah, they lost. Their tackle got suspended for uh like 10 games.
1: So then they're 3 and 2 after week 6, 5 and 2 after week 7, 5 and 3 after week 8, 5 and 4 week 9. Yeah. And then they beat the Falcons in week 10.
2: Yeah, they did.
1: In a close game. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, you look at Wince's stats too, and he and Dak are very similar this year. But Wince is having a kind of a Dak-like season from last year, where he's the efficiency is sky high. I mean, no,
3: very few turnovers. Ball's going making, down the field,
2: making a lot of plays. Yeah, yeah,
3: they get He's got some weapons on the outside. They they went out and they've kind of solidified the running game a little bit, a little bit like watching the Cowboys play. They, they do more of their ball goes sideways more when they run the football. It's more of a read option attack, and you rarely really see him pull the ball. Where you see him, where he gives people problems, he's really accurate. He's a very accurate throwing quarterback. I mean, at least this year he's been, you know, the the games I was watching, he's hit some really good touch passes, but he escapes trouble. There's people that have a chance to get him on the ground, and they don't do it, and he buys a second chance with his feet. He's a big guy. He's got some athletic ability. So, yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to get him on the ground, you better do that.
1: The teams haven't. Do you think they ever think about that? Like a just little edge, like I just want to be better than this guy.
4: No. You don't think so? Like the paint- you want to be good. I don't think you <laughs> I mean, I don't think you sit there and contemplate that during the week like you go
3: home and go, "Oh, I'm going to be better than him."
1: I think it's just well, kind of something funny to think about. Well,
3: Prescott and in Wince, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. That you try and think you want to be better? Well, you want to be better, but I don't think you would belabor the point. No, I. you know what? I think the Cowboys really respected Wentz. They had him up on their top of the draft board or near the top of the draft board. They coached him in the senior bowl game. Learned a lot about him. They had the fourth pick of that draft, too. Yeah, could, They could have moved up if they were really interested in getting him.
1: I was more so thinking of like, you know, there was such a storyline of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady for so many years about who was the better quarterback and, you know, different things like that that people loved to compare the two. And, it, you know, you ever wonder, they did different things where it was like Peyton would be like, I'm the better one. Oh, yeah. Very similar to kind of like the Dez-Norman type rivalry.
2: Yeah, another basketball comparison. I'm not comparing them to these two guys, but Magic and Bird used to, they admitted they would open the paper in the 80s and see what the other did in the box score. And Bird said when it was time to go, he knew it was time to go when he stopped checking. He didn't care what Magic was doing anymore. Yeah, but see, they played against each other. I know, I know. It's different. It's more fun probably for the media and fans because, I mean, like Tay said, there's that Cowboys-Wince connection that went back to the Senior Bowl. Like, they coached him, you know, and they had that high pick and they wound up you know, going with the running back. Wentz is already taken, but um they didn't know Tony Romo would get hurt they for didn't. The entire season. Exactly. No. But they there there is again. that there is that storyline that goes well, back and Dak obviously has been fantastic.
3: Well they made the the Cowboys made the determination though they were gonna try and help Tony. We've talked about that. That's why they drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. You know, that was gonna be your difference maker right there. You know, he it was, you know, him, Ramsey. I mean they were they were they were but you know, they said, Hey, we we need the runner. They were they were trying to prolong Tony's career. With a legitimate running back. Well, the best season he
2: had, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, twenty fourteen. DeMarco Murray had that fantastic season and it just took so much pressure off Tony.
3: And then DeMarco got hurt and he had an incredible December, if I remember correctly as well as you know, I mean everybody was always getting on Romo about his poor December's, but that one they don't think they lost a game. He was his touchdown to interception ratio was was big. Yeah, I mean he was was pretty
4: good in two thousand and seven too. Yeah. And 2009.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it was up there.
4: It was pretty good. Yeah. I think
2: I think he it might have been his best quarterback rating of his career in 2014. Anyway, you see what a running game does for any quarterback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's always fun to talk about these different things. Mickey loves it. He, he's the <laughs> one who wanted me to bring all of this up today. Just very excited by it, aren't you, Mick? We
4: better be excited about who's going to be able to play and who's not going to be able to play on Sunday, I think, more than anything else. Well,
1: why don't you – that's a great segue, Mick. Why don't you give us a full update on what Jerry Jones and Coach Garrett said yesterday afternoon?
4: I don't know that they said anything that was totally revealing, uh, but I think when Jason says of somebody, it might be some time – In reference to Sean Lee, I'm gonna say three games. Then uh, I think it'll be some time. Um, He's gonna have a hard time making it back for this game, and if he doesn't get back in time for this game, Thanksgiving's probably out too. So then you gotta see. Um, It's it's a weird injury. Jason explained to us how it happened, and uh, it's almost like. You get pushed from behind and you stretch your hamstring out. I never even heard of that before.
3: Remember what happened? Yeah, remember what happened with Switzer at camp when he got yanked? Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Right? Yeah. He's also dealing with a bilateral quad problem, too. There's a lot of things going on with Sean Lee. Yeah. He's got things that, that people don't understand. Yeah. He's got, he's, he's playing through, he was playing through some things right there. But yeah, Mickey's right, though. I think there's a better chance for Tyron Smith. Who, by Matter of fact, way, is out there. Yeah, on when, the when yeah. That's great thing about working here. You can just kind of walk by the windows, and somebody's out there working on the field. And you know they're trying. I mean, Britt Brown's out there. They're trying to get him ready to play. They understand the magnitude of the game and what's going on right now. It's just, we all saw it. But with Lee, I don't expect him to play the next three weeks. It's just, I mean, it, it's the, the, the scheduling. Yeah, yeah. Tw- three games in twelve days. You, you can't ask him to do that. You really can't. I mean, you I mean,
4: probably there's... even if he could, don't want him playing the next two. You yeah. Know, yeah, I, well, th- It's a bad schedule.
2: Think about the first time he hurt his hamstring. Like, they didn't rush it. They said, hey, we got this bye week. Had a bye week, yes. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's give him Green Bay. And so, yeah, I mean.
1: Oh, yeah, because, you know, when you say three games, that sounds like a long time. But in this situation that you're right, Rob, three games, 12 days. Very appealing to someone who needs that time to rest.
2: And it affects Tyron, too. I think, you know, Jerry reiterated that this morning on the fan Better chance for him to play this week. But then can he turn around on three days rest and play on Thanksgiving? Well, it depends on what happens in the
4: game. Depends on what yeah. happens in
2: the game. Jason yesterday said you got to look at it individually and say, can he play Sunday? And then when we get to Thanksgiving, we get to Thanksgiving. But obviously they need him in this game.
4: And then Jeff Heath in concussion protocol, and I was reminded that he had a concussion in training camp. Yeah. So this is two within, what, five, four months? Four months. He Same did? thing's
3: going on with Freeman right now in
4: Atlanta. Yeah, he's had multiple. Three. Yeah. Yeah, he had it in training camp. Remember, he missed some time. Uh, okay. I don't yeah. remember at, at what point, but he did. So that that complicates this one. Training camp feels like a long time ago. It now, is. Dan Bailey's starting to kick a little, I understand. I don't know if he's kicking enough. And then we have to consider what – Jerry said initially about, well, can he get back sooner than people thought, and just kick field goals and not kick off because the kick off kind of torques your leg mm-hmm. uh, more severely. So that's another one to keep an eye on. The one that we know for sure is Zeke's not going to be here.
1: Thank you. It's a good wrap up.
4: And by the way, Swain was out there working too today. Sounds like he may be able to practice so tomorrow. Or Jason this week. sounded hopeful. Yeah. More so than the other two guys who they ba- he basically ruled out of practicing on Wednesday.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Uh, so, yeah, the the Tyron one I think you got to hope for. I think, the Sean, you better start figuring out how you're going to play without him. Yeah. Which they haven't figured out yet.
1: Nope. You know who I kind of feel, and this is way early, we're sitting here on Tuesday, I feel like Sean Lee and Cheeto will switch places on the uh, inactives list this week.
4: Yeah. Oh, so you think? Probably so. Probably so. He's, That's rude. He's, Are you trying to
2: rub it into him that he that he missed on Cheeto last week? No, we got pizza tomorrow. Uh, technically, I missed too, so I, I need to help you on that.
3: No, I'm and okay. We're no. good. No, I just no. They, they need to figure out something. To, I mean, I could say, Jason said he's not in the business of trying to develop guys right now. He's trying to win football games. So let's see where Cheeto fits, and he might and they might need him. I mean, because Anthony Look. Brown hasn't been Anthony Brown hasn't been great, and you know, and and there was some even before we got to this point. Anthony Brown. They were they were doing some things rep wise in practice with Jordan Lewis to kind of give him more work, you know, or equal amount of work with uh,
1: with Anthony Brown. Well, and I know Mick. You know, you have fun saying you think, but there could have be there is going to be discussion. Last week, two linebackers were on the inactive list. Of course, you had Marsh Lillard and Justin Durant on that list. You got to look at that now with Leo. Yeah, no,
3: yeah. They, they, that's that's you know, do you do you go with Do you feel more comfortable going with Durant, the experience, but maybe not the athletic ability? Or do you feel like, well, maybe, and I know you don't know March Lillard. I I think this is really probably an unfair question. But if you had the better athlete, would you go with the better athlete now or the experience, Mickey? My understanding is
4: it's going to be Hitchens probably at the weak spot.
3: Okay so then they have to figure so out who the, who's gonna play who's gonna middle? play Mike then so now that, that gives you the question do you do you go with do you continue to go with Jalen Smith there Well but they can't. Not on a not team. Not, for, uh, not for that's I'm saying. That's I'm so saying. Somebody else, Durant yeah. can Lillard play? Yeah, that's abs- I'm saying. I think you could try try March Lillard. Yeah, why not? And Mark, he's played Mike linebacker before. What well, we, is? I think he's a better will, but you know, you're you're in a you're in a situation where you really don't have a lot of options. You touched on this yesterday.
2: Lillard better runner at this point. Movement, younger guy, right. Fresher legs than Durant. He's a
3: veteran. He's played 29 games though in the NFL. So, has I mean, he it been on the outside all the time? Been on the outside the majority of the time. Preseason, he played in the inside a little bit. Yeah, he
2: played 29 career games.
3: Yeah. Well, that makes you feel a little bit better because I would say you know with Jalen,
2: there's that experience factor too when he's had to step in. So does Durant help stabilize things there, just from so, a recognition experience standpoint? So I think it'll come down to
4: who can play that middle linebacker spot on the nickel. Mm-hmm. Because that's where I think Jalen gets in trouble. Because you got to cover, you got to cover, you got to move. You still and you got one less linebacker to stop the run.
3: But he's good on the blitz stuff that we. have. Yeah, if right. you're going to
4: blitz him, right. But then you got to have guys in coverage, right? You know, and then you got the factor if Heath isn't there. You asked about Awuzie, Well, then Heath and Awuzie just change spots, right? So
3: yeah, I think we'll see more of a Ouzier playing safety. We did in the Green Bay game before he got hurt. That's where he got hurt. He was playing. Although they were
4: playing Woods quite a bit,
3: yeah. Get, before before Kavon by right. the
4: way,
2: yeah. You could get funky and just have Hitchens as your only. Linebacker. I would I would consider that and have two guys
4: in the slot, depending on how the Eagles play it, yeah, and how you're handling the run. You got to figure out how to stop Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ernst. Because yeah. they couldn't stop Hooper. Yeah.
3: So yeah, they've got you know. Now maybe this is where you maybe it's where you go with Jones and you know what they've done with Woods is they played him in the slot. You know, that's kind of what they've done with him. So, you know. they. Well,
4: they, he had to in that game when Skandrick went out. That's right. He was the
3: slot guy. slot player. Right.
1: OK. All right. Well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will have much more for you. So stay tuned.
3: It
0: can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings. You end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan; you are a member of Cowboys Nation and. So So is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue. This is Talkin' Cowboys. A
2: true cowboy loves his freedom. Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch and fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. What was your game plan going into those reads? Uh, If there's an awkward (laughs) word in there, I just leave it out. Okay. Mickey's trying to tell me which one to read. But. <laughs> it's not only a pouch. It's a contour pouch. That's
4: right. Contour Kent. pouch. A lot of
2: these knockoffs
4: have just the pouch.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's just.
4: I wonder when everybody starts the stealing their, their, their deal here, huh? I they know. Start doing the same thing. It's I wonder hard. if they
2: copyrighted it. It's hard to be the best underwear in the business, but Tommy John. There we go, Kent. They know what
3: they're doing. Yeah.
1: They know what they're That's doing. That's what an executive
3: producer's all about right there
1: righty, guys. Right. Well, let's get back to the focus. You know, it's always hard in the second segment when you come in with that.
2: Yeah, it throws us off a little bit, but hey, it's a uh. great product. Everybody <laughs> buy some Tommy John. Uh. Yeah, miles too. Everyone, stew. everyone uh, buys thanks. some Tommy
1: John. So, question I have for you guys: This is a broad question, so feel free to discuss how you see fit. Who has been more inconsistent this season, mm. the defense or the offense?
5: Depend,
2: Taco depends
4: who's available to play.
1: Does that depend on your depth at those positions?
2: How much does expectation factor in to that question? Cause it's a good one.
1: Probably a lot. You know, a lot of people don't expect the defense to be as solid as the offense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at a performance like Sunday and you're like, come on, this is one of the best offenses in the league.
2: I I because of expectations I might lean toward I would lean towards the offense because it, it took them a little while to get going with the running game. It was the week before the bye where they really got their running game on track. They felt like and now they're without Zeke and and they're having to kind of reinvent themselves a little bit. Yeah. And
4: without Dan Bailey and without Tyron Smith, that too.
2: Injury is obviously a huge factor in what happened the other day.
3: I'm thinking about this one. I think it's a good question. I think my expectations of the defense were far less because of the young players. You know, the the guys in the secondary having to play. Didn't really, wasn't really sure where the pass rush was going to come from, but they've seemed to have kind of found that. Mm -hmm. Mickey's right. Sean Lee without in the lineup is bad for your running game or your run defense. bad for everything. Yeah. Is that the biggest loss? The Sean Lee. Sean Lee. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, even though what we saw. You could have sustained. I think you could have sustained the
3: offense.
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah but you didn't. See, that's. What, yeah. Well, yeah. I think missing Zeke. But then again, but Mickey, I, I think you're on to something with this Sean Lee thing. Because the defense clearly, Tay, does not do what they need to do without Sean Lee in the lineup. It's give me another game without Zeke and
4: and give me somebody to play left tackle. Left guard, tight end, and just block the way you're supposed to block. Then I'll answer your question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Only then.
4: But do, do they have somebody? Only that can then. Do that. Well, they didn't have anybody to do it on uh, on defense for Sean Lee. Pretty simple, one guy. Right. Yeah. It's a it's it's staggering the difference. It's, Sean Lee when
2: he's not in the game,
4: you know, and, and yeah.
3: I just think it, it's it's huge it's just interesting it's more, who what position are they more in trouble at linebacker or tackle when they lose a guy like that see I think the biggest thing and, and Brian brought it up
4: without Zeke on the field you lose the fear factor right. They can run the ball. They'll sure. they'll cobble it together. But no one is a sca- no one's scared of the run, right? You know they're going to play that wide nine when Zeke on the field. Yeah, oh come on, big boy. Balls come big on, right? big boy. I'm coming. Boy. I'm coming right through that big hole. Right. Yeah. But they weren't worried about that.
2: Right. No. no. They were not. See, I just.
1: <laughs> it's not. Fu- it's not funny.
3: No, I just don't. I mean,
2: I it'd be both. I don't know. I don't know if you can say one's more important than the other. Honestly, they're both all pros for a reason. Well, the important thing is, what are you going
3: to do at both of those positions?
1: It what, is important
3: if those guys aren't playing. You've lost more games without Sean Lee in there than you have. Yeah, but Tyron <laughs> Smith only played one without Tyron. But, yeah. but but no, I'm just talking about in, in yeah, previous, no, years, yeah. previous years. Previous
4: years. You know, and it, somebody said, "Well, they they played well in 2014." It's like, yeah, well, Roro was out there.
2: Yeah.
1: What was his name, Mick? You know the m- name that oh, I
4: love. Oh, a- a- A.S. McLean. A. S. A- S- McLean. Rukom. A-
1: S- <laughs> yep. Him too. Yeah. Well, see, the funny thing is, is a lot of people are questioning the depth on this team, and I think Mick, maybe you said it yesterday, Mickey. You you shouldn't worry about the depth so much because you hope that these guys should be able to be out there.
4: Very few teams
3: have
1: depth. Very few. I mean, look around the league.
3: We answered the mailbag question this morning, and and I'm with Mickey on this. I don't know how you replace all – how do you replace all pro players? Well,
1: and that's the frustrating things, and you brought up another point, Rob. Expectations. People expected – I'm speaking for myself, too. I I expected Chaz Green to have a solid performance, not a Tyron Smith performance, but he's a third-round pick.
3: And and the expectation is –
1: Injury-prone.
3: Expectations where he's played better. You know, you I I know the coaching staff didn't feel like he was gonna go out there and give up six sacks or four sacks. How many sacks ever he gave up? Four. Yeah. Five. Four. Five. Four. You wanna bet? I
0: got- Thirteen states over
4: here. Are you okay? A, I am good. He's okay. a
1: betting man these days. I
4: corrected somebody on Twitter today.
3: It I was, saw that it was four. Is that because one of the sacks was running out of the pocket and he? No,
4: and and, and he didn't rush. He
3: didn't block him.
4: Yeah. Shaz blocked his guy. Right. And that guy was. It was a zone blitz, and he backed off. Well, uh, uh, Claiborne didn't rush. No one blocked
2: him. Okay. Well, four's a lot still.
3: Well, no, it is. Anyway, I'm just saying four. Anyway, nobody expected that to happen. Really? I mean, that was one of those, okay, you feel like, though, you can handle things up front. Your week of practice, getting involved, the scheme, all that stuff, you feel like you can, you can get that done. You yeah, know, the coaching staff thought that for three quarters. They, sure they, they did. They kept thinking, okay,
4: he,
2: he'll get Everything's going to – be fine. We've seen him play. You're
4: down and there were some plays that he blocked
5: okay. Right, right,
2: right. He was fine. Right. You're down by three at half, and they still kind of felt like, all right, maybe he can settle in here. And it just it didn't happen. But, yeah, I mean, having this question – Tyron or Lee, nothing against Tyron, but I think prior to this last game, I think you would feel like Sean Lee is probably the least replaceable one. That was a poll one. question,
3: wasn't it? I mean, that was a poll question. Where like eighty percent of the people, yeah. or seventy-nine percent mm-hmm. of the fans, or the folks voting, thought that that Smith was the most important thing. When you know you look at defensively, when Sean Lee went out, what happened? They, it they, they wasn't as good. I mean, it's. It, it, Depth is a, is a great thing to talk about, but how good is your depth? Yeah. Is depth at kicker good enough? No, it's, it's not. It's never going to It's be not fair. you have a Pro Bowl kicker and it's not good enough with Mike Nugent. We and went yeah, we went through this with quarterback a couple years say. Like how many
2: backup quarterbacks can you name in the NFL? Like there's you can't that many. And so you can talk all about hey, we invested in this guy, but if you lose your starter, you're probably in big trouble.
1: So rude to Mark Sanchez, Brandon Whedon, Matt Castle. Yeah,
2: no offense to those guys, but they're not Romo and they're not Dak.
1: Or else they'd be starting somewhere?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's a good question. Can you have both of them back, Sean and Lee? I don't think at the same time.
4: No. No. I'll do what? Yeah. So do you make a switch at left tackle? Do you let those guys compete and see how they play in – practice or you just make a decision coaches
3: coach real
1: quick though if if they do decide to make that switch mick you think it would probably be this week since they're about to go into a short week next week is that more their thought I,
4: i don't i don't think that enters into it it's like who can do the job
1: well, I was just saying, if you don't have as many days for practice and say they have to do more walkthroughs than practices.
3: And this, but not the, this week. The, the, the Charger, that's
1: what I was saying. The Charger
3: game is going to be one practice, and I don't think it's really going to be a practice, to be honest with you. It's probably a couple of walkthroughs and then. Well, it's not
4: like Chaz is a grizzled veteran. No. Because he's been practicing so much.
3: Right. Here's the problem. like He has been practicing on Wednesdays, though. Yes, you're right. You know, I mean, that, that's he has been splitting reps on Wednesday. So they had to see something.
2: That's my that was my question. Can you judge off this week of practice and say Chaz is okay? Because you thought he had a good week of practice last week. Yeah. Or do you or do you go with the more experienced guy? Well, let me ask you this though, happened? guys.
3: I'm talking about Bell, <laughs> did, did were we? I think Mickey on some of these shows, maybe Rob as well. We were kind of critical of of Jonathan Cooper, you know, in some of those early games that he played in, and they stuck with him, stuck with him, stuck with him. And he wasn't real good on Sunday. No, he really wasn't. He really wasn't. But that's what I'm saying, though. Will they just go ahead and say it's better just to bite the bullet and 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 go with Chaz Green I, and try and help him and hope that, you know, hope that Vinnie Curry doesn't have a, a field day or whoever else they put over on that side, Brandon Graham, you know?
2: Coach Pollock said after the game, we don't want to lose him. And he's talking about his confidence level. But Cooper's struggles in the early season, they weren't I mean, this was disaster last week. No, it was know? disaster. I mean,
3: it's, it, it's it's like it, it was disaster missing a thirty-eight yard field goal, and it was disaster. Not you know, it w- obvious. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't just Chaz,
2: but yeah. I, I'm, can can you build back up his confidence in a week? And I he's don't know.
3: really, I, I think, him standing up there and taking all the questions was the right thing to do for him. Yeah, but yeah, he, he you know, is his technique going to improve? Yeah, there was like Mickey's right. There were some times where he actually blocked the guy. His Technique wasn't ter- I mean, there, you, the problem was he when he broke down, it was just so bad. I mean, it, you know, with with Lyle Collins, you have one or two bad play. Lyle Collins has a breakdown, then he'll have another one, but then he'll get back on track. This just like snowballed out. Of yeah, control. this was just I, I you couldn't do anything right. You couldn't do
4: anything. And and the worst part was is the guy wasn't going to come inside. He's going to no. rush to the outside. Everything was going to go wide. So just keep pushing him wide. Just yeah. go run. Don't yeah. sit there and do your
2: kick thing. I'd have just gone run sideways. I mean, this is all mood if Tyron can go. Yeah. yeah. But um, it didn't sound like.
3: Yeah, but you better have
2: somebody ready. But you better ready have ready. a swing right, guy ready to go, right? Right.
3: Better have somebody ready. Might, yeah. might have
2: to have two ready. Yeah. It didn't sound like Jason was looking at moving two spots you like moving a
3: lyle or a zach out there right? somebody's got to take their place yeah who would you feel better out then then if if you if you don't feel good about either one of the backup tackles well then you screwed up putting your roster together fair point that's a fair point I just don't believe
1: in moving you.
3: moving two things to <laughs> fix one. No, I mean, and hey, but you know, he's right. I've sat there. I've been in that. You, you you look at your team and you go, where do we miss this? Then we we do we do we think that you know maybe do you think maybe that putting
1: Jalen Smith was going to be better than he is. Well,
3: no, but well, yeah. But let me say this: Did you mess up as a coaching staff too by giving Chaz Green reps at at guard the majority of training camp
2: instead of just letting him be the swing tackle from the beginning?
4: Because they wanted him to win that spot.
2: Yeah. they then their I best think spot. after they
4: saw Byron Bell, they said, oh, now we don't have a swing tackle. Right. And do you try to get greedy and say, okay, I'm going to keep him in reserve just in case, and Jonathan Cooper have at it? it, it, it they better have a better plan protecting him and who's ever out. Th- Even if Byron Bell's out there, you still got to give him some help. Right. You know, and they helped several times. Yeah, probably not enough. But then again, tell me this. If you if you constantly put two guys over there or have your running back chipping over there, what happens when they blitz? Who's picking up the blitz? That's fair. You know, it's not it's not as easy as, okay, I'm going to put two guys. No, no, you're right. right. You're right. Because they're
2: going to put a linebacker behind them. Yeah. Jason also spoke to it's about his confidence level too. like try to build him up a little bit and say, let him. Okay, we have confidence that you can handle this guy, and not just have oh we yeah. gotta have some you know,
1: oh no training wheels yeah. I mean, the whole time. It, the
4: shame of it was it, the guy was a one trick pony. He did the same move every time. Yeah. He beat never beat, beat him to the inside. No. It was around the outside. Yeah. He made contact with him and went around. Slapped
3: well, slapped the hands, got him off balance. He yeah. was to the corner. So what would you do this week
2: if Tyron couldn't can't go hypothetically?
4: I, I'd give him one more chance. And I'd I'd make sure uh, uh, that. And but if it happens again, I'm pulling the plug early, a quicker hook.
3: Yeah, but what's happening though too is then four days later you got another game. Yeah, I know. You know, and now now it's like okay, you've you've exhausted that. You've you've lost Chaz Green, and then it's Byron Bell the rest of the way, or until you know for at least for the Chargers game. And the Chargers, the Chargers have better rushers on the outside than what question. the Eagles have, and I, and I respect what the Eagles have, but you better figure it out quick because the next two games. You know, are gonna be very difficult for your tackles to have to to deal with. And it might be that you have to rest Tyron for one more week here against the Eagles and just say, Okay, he's going in he's going to uh you know go go to, against the Chargers. Go, he's gonna go against the Chargers and then he's gonna turn around and go against the Redskins.
4: That's what you might have to and do. And that and that should figure into their thinking if he's not totally
3: ready to right, go. Right. Do you you know, do you you don't want to have another situation where you get it out there like Sean Lee? How long Sean Lee go for? How many games did we have him back for? Well, this was, this he's was played three-game winning three games. streak. Yep. Yeah, he's played. So he six. got hurt in the fourth. Fourth game, so, yeah.
4: But it wasn't – well, I guess it was kind of the same thing. It didn't happen
2: the same thing.
3: No, we got pushed in the back, and it kind of jolted him a little bit. You know, it's what happens. Guy went completely healthy. <laughs>
2: Let me ask you this real quick. Or you want to go to a break?
1: No, no, you can ask I had a
2: quick Sean Lee question. Do you think when he does get back, do you think – Maybe you could reduce his snaps a little bit. I know you need him all the time,
3: but... You don't play defense without him, which is... It, I know, but is, like when he comes oh, back I know, off, I know.
2: off two hamstring injuries, can you play him 60 snaps a game? Kind of like my, uh, my uh, Mo Claiborne bubble wrap theory. Well, yeah, I mean, better... better. <laughs> better
1: Just keep him until week nine. Yeah.
3: Better 45 snaps than none. You the know? problem is you'd love to be able to do that, but what happened? What, what happened in the, the play... He only played, like, two series. The Kansas City, the the Hill Mary, he's off the field and they they score, you know? So, I mean, every time you think about taking him off the field, you run a risk of giving up points. And the fact that you don't have any really semblance of a running game, a consistent running game, how do you control the clock? How do you control, you know? I mean, they're, they're, I'm looking for solutions. No, no, you are. <laughs> no, no, it's not, and it's not a
4: bad idea. It's not a bad that, idea. Okay, take them off the field. It's not a matter of, and if you replace them with Hitchens, then who you placing Hitchens with? That's right? what I'm saying.
3: If you had somebody, if you had somebody that could step into Mike linebacker and let Hitchens play Will during a game, and you felt really great about it, well, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's Smith. Maybe, maybe reduce Smith. Maybe the guy that doesn't come off the field is Anthony Hitchens. Because he plays two spots.
2: He's been playing great, too.
1: Yep. All they, good they, they,
3: they
4: don't have a true backup middle linebacker. That's, that's, that's healthy. That's fair. And they made the decision that Jalen was going to be that guy. They did. I guess they thought Durant could do something, but he's not a middle linebacker.
3: He retired. He retired. So he was your he was your security blanket in case something happened. And like I said, it might be this week of who do you like better? A veteran that's kind of, you know, playing the back nine right now or March Lillard, who you said, hey, you know what, you're we're good enough. You're good enough to go. We like you as a special teams guy mm-hmm. and we like you a little bit as a defensive player. So with all that being said, maybe that's what they need to do.
4: You know what that guy reminds me of every time I see him, and I can't think of his name. the 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 linebacker they had, the kind of stocky, short linebacker they had from Florida. He looks like him, and he runs like him. He, he think was, of him he was over kind the of an break. under. He was an undersized, basically. Is it from my era? I can't. No, no, no. This it, within the last five, five or six years.
2: Take a couple of minutes to think about it. Yeah. yeah,
1: we'll give you a few minutes in our last break here. In the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Stay tuned to everything when we come right back.
3: Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today.
0: I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are hand Made right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com/cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talking Cowboys.
4: And if we're talking Cowboys, we're talking Papa Papa John's pizza, which we will be enjoying tomorrow because them ingredients are going to come in. They're going to be fresh, whole, never frozen pepperoni and hopefully some sausage on there. Yeah. 100% pork and beef and with ingredients like that and it's going to be free. It's going to be some great Papa John's pizza.
1: So Mick, you know we are at a good time here, eleven thirty a.m. Central Time. I mm-hmm. think I think it would make sense if we just had it kind of while we're on the show. Oh no, it's going to be here. Yeah, I'm going to make sure. Make and we sure, can yeah. get some paper plates and
4: sure, and munch away in the break.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: it's kind of like a lunch meeting, kind of.
4: thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, we, we do a lot of those. Talk here.
1: about Cowboys football.
3: Cowboys, <laughs> what was that? <laughs>
1: like how I imagine people would be like. Thank you. Sitting around talking the good old Cowboys. Yeah. Are you gonna turn this thing around?
3: We got a lot of problems. We got to try and solve. Gary,
4: say anything this morning that caught your eye?
2: Hey, um,
1: Dad.
4: Relative to football or outside of football? Probably outside of football. You huh? go ahead on that, huh? Go ahead. I thought he was pretty funny. <laughs> they asked him about uh, supposedly the, if the owners wanted to, they can force him to sell the team. And laughable. He said it was laughable. Yeah. I told. I I said <laughs> when, when it came up, I said. Heck, he'll, he'll go ahead force him to sell. Then he'll just buy the league. <laughs> Thank you, Kent. I
1: thought that was real. That was scary. It's
4: like, what do they think? Oh. These p- people find loopholes, and then somebody has to point it out to somebody, right? You know you know. what's interesting,
3: though? In the NBA, they got rid of an owner. Who was that? Donald Sterling. Oh, well, that was for some Yeah, that was reasons. a little different, wasn't a little different. it? A little different. A little different. Because
4: his
2: team but. refused to play. If he was the owner, that's exactly right, Kent. They were gonna walk. Uh, there was some story that they were gonna walk off the court before the ball was tipped. Wow,
1: that was two. Th- that was what 2012. What year was that? Something like that. that a while yeah. ago. Yeah, but that it's feels
4: 2012.
3: So... A while, it is a while ago. It? yeah,
4: five years, five, man. six years ago. Well, you, that just different.
1: feels
3: so 2007. Let me ask you this: Did the DeBartolo family take the, the the team away from their brother? Did she? Your well, that lady? was a that was a family feud. There, yeah, right. <laughs> Think, but he got. I think the. I think the. But he got himself in trouble. I think Benson's in the same boat down there in San in uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans a little bit with the daughter. Yeah, but remember he he got he got, the Bartolo got, hooked up in some Edwin Edwards, the governor of Louisiana, some horse track stuff. Yeah, it was horse track stuff. Yeah,
4: and so it was like they almost kind of forced him. Yeah. I don't know that Jerry's done anything wrong. No. other didn't say I don't agree with a fifty million dollar uh, base salary and a use of a private plane for the rest of your life and f- health insurance for your entire family, for the rest of their lives. Yeah.
1: Damn.
3: That's pretty good. If you can get it. No, I mean that that's where, that's where, like I said, I think that, you know, his, his thought process is absolutely right though. If you think about, you know, and I don't know what every CEO and, Guy makes, You know, I'm sure there's, I mean, we see sometimes when these CEOs get replaced at these huge corporations yeah. that all of a sudden it's like they get this the $25 million to walk away and this and that and the other and stock and this and that. But, you know, I think he has a point concerning when you look at what the other commissioners around the professional sports are paid. You don't have the issues, you know, maybe they don't have the television package, everything in the NBA, but Adam Silver seems to do a pretty good job with what they've got going on. In the NBA, I, th- I thought Jerry said ten million dollars a year. Very rationally on the fan this
2: morning, that he pointed out that Roger Goodell is like sixty-five. He's two-thirds of the way through his current contract. Yeah, so he's it's got eighteen, 18 months and, and, left. 18 months, yeah. And given the some of the issues they're dealing with in the league, there's plenty of time to work those out. And there's not this immediate need for new contract talk. That's basically what Jerry said, and I thought he said it in a very rational way. Eighteen months, he said. 18
1: he got eighteen months. months
2: left on his contract. Yep.
1: Eighteen months. All right, Rob, your Twitter poll. Okay, We're all anticipating it.
2: Well, we've been talking about these three home games. They are home games in twelve days coming up. So simple. What's the Cowboys' record going to be in that stretch? Zero to three wins. What do hmm. you guys think? They got Eagles, Chargers, Redskins coming up.
1: The answers are just zero, one, two, three. Zero, one,
2: I'll two, three. Zero oh and three, one and two, two and one, or three and zero. Oh.
1: Well, Brian's here. You know everything's a must-win. This team is just gonna pull out the Jason Garrett. He has some Thanksgiving magic. You know. You doesn't? know
3: what? You know what? You guys are. We, we, uh, what did I say about the NFL yesterday? Yeah. What did I say about it? What she, I call? She's a strange lady. She's a strange lady. The NFL.
1: <laughs> you should patent that. I
3: love yeah. it. She's a, she's a strange lady. I like their chances this weekend. I really do. I, I, and, I and I'm not trying to be sunshine, blowing up the rear guy, but I'm just telling you though. It, it, when everything seems to be the darkest with this team, things are questionable and all kinds of stuff. They somehow pull things together, you know. And I, I, I do believe they have some pride. I do believe they got embarrassed last week in Atlanta, you know. I do Pac believe said
1: we got our asses kicked. Yeah, I've never heard. Yeah, just. I mean, like, I, I,
3: I like- you know what? Philadelphia has been riding a, a great streak right now. But
2: this league has a way of balancing things out. Well, that was kind of my rationale. I picked the Falcons last week, yeah. and I felt like Atlanta was due offensively. Atlanta to play better than was, they
3: did. Atlanta was probably the more desperate team. And I think I think that this I think the Cowboys are a desperate team. I really, really do. I believe in that. I believe in that. That you know that you find a way to win games. Yeah. That you find a way to pull things together when people don't think you can do it. Can they be consistent enough? But I, I just. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm going to fall short of saying th- of fall short of saying three and zero, but I think two and one is clear, clearly possible. They could lose to San Diego on a short week, or San Diego, uh, the rant, uh, the Chargers on a short week. I mean, the Chargers have found ways to lose games. It's amazing how they lose games. You guys familiar with uh, Brian Downing? Used to play center field for the. Angels, right? Catcher? Actually, catcher left field. Catcher left field, yeah. Actually, he
4: started off at third base with the White Sox, and then he moved to different. Anyway, Brad Shams, quote from him when he was with the Rangers, um, and Brad likes to say it all the time, he said Brian Downing would come around and always remind Brad of this. He goes, just when you think you're in, you're out, and just when you think you're out, you're You're in. You're in, yeah. And it's got a funny way of working out that way. So don't ever start assuming one way or another.
3: They find a way to get this victory this week. You got a shot at winning three. You really really do. I'll take 2 and 1. Tay? Go 3 and 0, Tay.
1: Don't want to. I'm going to go 2 and 1. to <laughs> well, go 2 and 1 and I I don't know if the one I think you're right, Brian. I think this week they're going to rally through. The one could be something like the Chargers.
3: Well, you know? the Redskins. You caught the Redskins when they were beat up pretty badly. Who, yeah. who are the people voting on this on Twitter?
4: Yeah, they're your video. people, Mickey. The top, where, the top you percent, love. The top percentage
2: is going to be zero and three. You're tired of the Twitter fandom, aren't you? <laughs> Getting after him today? No, they said two and one, forty percent. Really? One and 30 percent, and then they are split on zero and three or three and zero, both fifteen percent. I think fans probably look at this stretch and say. Eagles gonna to be tough with all these injuries. Redskins offense when they're healthy is potent. But we usually they play well on Thanksgiving. They should at least get that one. But maybe that's to so, me, so
4: so say you go two and one. That's seven and five. Right. Then you got
3: Oakland. You well, you got the Giants. Giants. Giants Oakland, Oakland Seattle, Seattle and, and Philly. Philly. Yeah. If you want to make this very interesting, you better find a way to be seven and five at least. Yeah, you bet, because you're going to have to go then win at Oakland. You're going to ha- the Seattle game could very well come down to either getting in or out on that one. And
2: by the way, you get through with this three game stretch, and there is a chance, although a slim chance, that Zeke could be available against the Giants on December 10th if he wins his appeal and they and they rule in time. That
3: would be a huge, huge play for the Cowboys. I
2: mean, it's it's. People don't think it's likely, all observers out there, but it's possible that he's only going to miss the next three games.
3: We'll see. Yeah. Can't can't count on it. I'd like to believe, I can say divisional opponent, backs against the wall game. I mean, you've got to figure out a way to win without Sean Lee. That's going to be the key. You've yeah. got to figure out a way to win a game without Sean Lee. And that and it very likely could be these next three games. You know, we're here, we're talking two and one and all that. But you got to find a way. You've got to have somebody step up, you yeah. know. And we talk about the depth. And I was like, you know, it's hard to replace all pro players. All I know is they're five and one with them and zero and three without them. Yeah. So you got to figure out a way to win one with him. Or Before
1: we get to our couple. call caller on the line, Mick, some nice people tweeted in. Was it Ernie? Ernie Sims?
3: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Ernie
1: nice.
5: Sims. You can go to Florida. Ernie
4: Sims. Didn't he go to Florida? Uh, it's Florida State. I thought he was Florida State. Oklahoma State, I'm pretty sure. No, not Oklahoma State. Yeah, I thought Florida State. Look That's up
3: Ernie Sims. I think he's maybe Florida.
4: State. Well, I was in the right state. So, so you meant Seminole. One you. is in
3: the Panhandle. <laughs> well, actually, Florida they're, actually, they're both of the. At, he was
1: born in Tallahassee. He would be a sin if he actually was down. they're both
3: in the Panhandle. Yeah. yeah, think about it. Yeah,
1: he had a gold Florida tooth State too as well.
3: Ernie Sims. Well, yeah, he had that His part right. Hey, was he here very long? How long was he here for? A couple of years? Was two years? Maybe two years.
1: He's now thirty-two. Yeah.
3: Where have so you gone? it wasn't
4: that long ago.
3: Where have you gone, Ernie Sims? Have the the years he was here. He was drafted at the top. with you, top team? He was a first the, round pick by the by because
1: the Lions his team. He's with the old Falcons.
2: He was with the Falcons, kind of As McClain like, former top pick, and bring him in after. Yeah, he was. I think I
3: think it was the ninth overall pick. Tay, am I right about that? By the Says Lions,
1: He was here from 2012 to 2013.
3: Okay,
2: so
1: well, it was
3: it was, it was after Wade. Yeah.
1: Hey. Let's get to our caller, Forrest. Thank for whoever sent
3: that in, by the way. Thank you, guys. People, you hate Mickey, the fans. Oh, no, they're listening.
1: What is your question?
5: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey there. Hey, um, you no, know, I wanted. I was at the game, and really, you know, I was wondering when after the, after halftime, when the Cowboys came out and they were running the ball, and it just brought me back to the Super Bowl when the Cowboys were playing the Bills here in Atlanta, and. You know, they weren't doing really well, just like they did here. But then they came out, and they ran the ball, and they ran the ball. And we were moving the ball, got all the way down to the 12-yard line. I don't know why we stopped running the ball. We could have ran it on in four touchdown, would it changed the game. And I actually thought that's what we were doing. But then you allow your weakness to kill you. Chaz Green gives up a sack. You can't do that. So that, to me, was coaching. I actually thought we were doing really well. And you just got to ride – I don't know what it is that people don't realize, but you got to ride the running train. It would have We would have won a game if we'd have rode the running train. Seattle would have won a Super Bowl if they would have rode the running train. You know, you got to do that. But my question to you is – you know, I had a couple of questions. First one, is Anthony Brown starting because Wuzier is injured and we don't really have anybody else? Because I know for a fact that he's probably given up of the passing touchdowns that Dallas has given up, I'm sure he's trailing the pass. I would bet money on that. Mm -hmm. And my second question is, coming up, I wish we would have really tried to throw a lot of money at trying to get Navarro Bowman. I mean, really overspent. Because it's no. everybody knows that Sean Lee's not going to make it through a whole season. And that's got to be our number one draft party is getting – a leader, either a free safety like they have in Seattle that runs the defense, mm-hmm. or a middle linebacker like a Navarro Bowman that comes in like he does in Oakland and took over, and now he's the leader of that defense. We're going to need somebody because Sean Lee is not going to be able to play another full season. I mean, he's getting at the tail end of his career, so I wanted to hear you guys think about that. All right. But really, yeah.
1: Thank you, Horace. Thank you, it, Horace.
4: It's so, and hey, Horace, I love you. It's man. a great. It's a great. Second guess. Yeah. First and 10 at the 12. If they had, did run the ball the next time, and yeah. they lost two yards. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally got a chance to go back and look at the play. If 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 Rod Smith doesn't stumble coming out of the backfield, they've got a pass to the running back who's was, wide open. It was
3: actually Morris that stumbled. It coming. was Morris? It was Rod Smith? No, it was Morris that came out of the backfield. Okay. Yeah, and, they, and he comes back inside to try and look at Bryant is what happened. Yeah but he, he looked like he was going
4: to go there he and stumbled, he said I got to give up on him. He gave
3: up, yeah. He had he had about that
4: 5 or 6 full yards and one-on-one with right. a linebacker. And and then when he had to come back and he's looking inside. Bryant. yeah. It was too late. Too
3: late. The the thing about it was though, I think if you have Elliott, you might run it there twice. Yeah. Oh you know, no. You, you I you agree. He hand you. it to Elliott at, the, at the first and 10 at the 12. You get inside the six. That's where you he, hand it to Elliot again. You know, you get inside the one, you hand it to Elliot again, you know. Or that, you or
2: you got your yeah. read option with yeah, Dak. Exactly. And, I mean, they're they're yeah. they're poison using that, the two of them.
3: Yeah.
4: So I mean, it was almost like they had planned that okay, here's our play when we get down close to the ten yard line. Yeah. And then the the stumble kind of
3: threw it. threw out it's funny now that everybody's kinda got on the Sean Lee, can't stay healthy train again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he we played got, we got play w- all last year. And I and I you just missed the last game of the year, right? Cuz they held him out. Held him out. But see, that's what I'm saying, it, there was a time there now with the move to will linebacker that he that he's his health had improved. Now everybody is like and, and no offense horse, I appreciate you listening. You're one of the good guys out there. But everybody's now the narrative becomes well, Sean Lee can't stay healthy. Sean Lee can't play. We need to do something better than Sean Lee. You know, yeah. and I, and I, I, you know, two, three years ago, I'm with you on that. But the fact that they moved him to will linebacker, he's been able to stay healthy. He's been able to play in games, all those things. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the narrative is a little, you know, it's, it's like that low hanging fruit well, stuff. You here's, know,
2: here's the issue with that is unless you make a big splash in free agency next year, he's going to be the best player on your defense next year too. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I don't think you go out and you spend a first round pick on his replacement. You still need him. You still need him on the field, and you still have
3: to count on him being on the field for you.
1: Sean Lee, we love you.
3: Yeah, Um, but Navarro Bowman, too, by the way, you had no chance in that one. Yeah.
1: We talked about that at length.
3: He wasn't coming here. We
1: had a full show about the possibilities.
3: Kids. I mean, you talk about overspend, but he wasn't going to – it wasn't money. It was family. He went – he stayed in the Bay Area. Yeah, he's his kids. He bought a
4: boat and went across the water. Yeah.
1: So did A.S. McLean.
4: So, Anthony Brown. Yeah.
1: We're out of time, Mick.
4: You got to play, yeah. If you go nickel, right. You got to be out there. Yep. And on the touchdown with the guy back of the end zone, Xavier Woods didn't get any depth. As, Xavier Woods got caught like a deer in the headlights. Yes, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, good. Which wrap I up.
4: said in my tweet: Watch the game.
1: Watch the game. All right, guys. Same time, same place, same people. Join us tomorrow as we get back to more talking cowboys.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.